This is Maine Coast Doc Talk, a podcast bringing you the latest news and stories from Maine's working waterfronts. This podcast is brought to you by the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association. I'm your host, Ben Martens. Welcome to Maine Coast Doc Talk. It's March 25th, and the world has gone absolutely nuts. COVID-19 has disrupted all of our lives. I'm doing this podcast from my home, and uh, it's going to continue to make things weird for the foreseeable future. I hope you are staying at home as well, being safe, being healthy. We are not going to be talking about uh, COVID-19, though, today. It is having a dramatic impact on Maine's fishermen, the working waterfront, the seafood supply chain, and we'll be sharing some of those stories over the next few weeks. What we did today, though, is I've got an interview that I did with Alan Tracy. He's the CEO of Vessel Services in Portland, Maine. And this was done before the outbreak. So there's no discussion about what's happening out in the world around the pandemic. And it was a really fun discussion. I hope you guys enjoy it. In the future, we will be sharing stories of the impacts of COVID-19 on Maine's fisheries. So if you have questions or ideas for how we can tell those stories, please reach out info at maincoastfishermen.org or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our website, you can find us. I hope you enjoy the interview. I hope you're staying safe. Stay home, fillet a fish, listen to a podcast. Alan, start us off with a quick introduction as to who you are and how you got involved in vessel services. Sure, Ben. I am, or was, a lawyer is pretty much a starting point. I got involved in Vessel Services about eight years ago. The business has been here for over 30 years. Unfortunately, about 10 years ago, there was a really difficult time in in our history where there was a significant embezzlement. It was in the news. There was quite a bit of cleanup that was involved in that. And soon after that was about the time that I got involved. And the reason for that is Ed Bradley, who was one of the founding members here of of this facility, who was a maritime lawyer for years and years here on the Portland waterfront and represented a number of fishermen and fishing interests, was also one of the organizers to putting vessel services together. I was practicing law at the time, but I have a background in family business, and it happened to be, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but... It was one of those things where I was asked to get involved and help out, and I did, and we did a couple things with real estate and cleaning up. And then I started coming in fairly consistently and started running the business, realized what a great business it was, what a great industry it was, what a great location it is. You know, it's simple what we do to some extent. We sell ice and we sell fuel and we sell gear. But the ice particularly, you know, if, if, if our fishermen don't have ice, they can't fish. If the fish auction doesn't have ice, very hard to have an auction. Things kind of slow. And there's been moments, and I, I'm going to be very, I'm very proud to say in the time that I've been here, there are very, very, very few moments that we have gone more than 24 hours without having ice to sell. And so that's good. So Vessel Services supplies ice? And fuel and does repair work as well as a service? Not less, really repair work. So We're much, more okay. of a networker into, gotcha. you know, if someone needs a diver. Or, you know, there's other people doing the real repair. We don't, you know, we're not fixing engines and things like that. But we are, we can help people network into our, in our, our area to uh, get the service they need. It's really, uh, it's the fuel, it's the ice. And, and it's, then it's gear, you know, it's 
the, everything that that the fishermen need to fish you know on the deck of a boat and make their trips and, and do what they do so quality in our fishing industry is super important and the best way to ensure high quality fish is coming out of maine is is through ice abundant ice lots of ice how much ice do you guys have to produce a year to keep our boats going well ben that's kind of a really closely held secret oh not really, is it but i'll give you some i'll give you <laughs> yeah, something give me an idea. It's, it's not it's not a closely held secret <laughs> well i was but i will say this in some ice machines myself yeah well you start, never know yeah, you never yeah. know well i i always like to start by saying you know there was a time at vessel services where our, our plant was was built at its max to to make uh, 150 tons of ice a day, mm-hmm. which is an enormous amount of ice, yeah. which is a large ice plant. We can store in our bin 300 tons, okay? And there was a time before my time, you know, and you know better than most the history of uh, the ups and downs of the, of the, especially the ground fish business. But, you know, in the early 80s and then there was times in the 90s where we would sell, you know, vessel services would sell on, a, on, a, on, on those prime days all of the ice that we could make you know people long-term employees here would talk about tell stories about you know starting at six in the morning having a clipboard and if you weren't on the clipboard you were not going to get ice this is when you know we had big big the big boats you know the katahdins and you know some of these hundred over hundred foot boats you know in, in in many of them that were fishing out of maine and we were also doing corn trucks and herring trucks and you know it was an, it was another time so in those times, we would sell uh, 25,000 tons of ice in a year, you know, which, you know, even upwards of that. I like to say in the last five years, you know, that's when Maine was landing, you know, tens and tens of millions of pounds of fish right. annually. Now that we're in the two and a half million pounds. And, and frankly, when I started, it was five million pounds of fish a year that were going through our fish exchange and and at that time everyone used to say this is as low as it can go it can't and go then, any lower now we're at and then it that. was cut in half but yeah so you know and so we've gone down to you know we've gone as low as five five thousand tons a year you know we've kind of bumped up a little bit from there but now if we're in the you know six seven eight ton you know those are that's that's about where we need no and you know in, in to be fair, it's not just the fishing industry, it's technology. You know, there's more and more onboard refrigeration and, and, and options for people for, um, and freezing for fishermen, as you know, to, to store their catch and process their catch. But in a fresh fish fishery, which is what Portland is, of high quality, it's, you know, day boat, it's very, very limited trips. The, the 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 catch is immediately iced and catch and kept fresh and then sold immediately and that that is our market and that's what we do and it's shrunk a lot but it's still critical i mean we you know despite i always say you know everyone likes to ask like geez ice for what are they still catching fish well yeah there's they're still catching fish there's still ground fish industry in maine and quite honestly sitting here right now a lot of people seem to think that that's the uh there's a lot of upside there i believe that you know in in the ground fish you know lobster has obviously overtaken you know the world here in maine with the incredible harvests that they've been um bringing in but ground fish is there's i think there's a lot of upside there i believe that and we have the great resources to do it we have the we have the obviously the 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 natural resource and we have the human resource. And a place like Vessel Services, 
is where you see the human resource. We, we see every day the guys, the, the professional fishermen, many of them who come from long lines of fishing families, some who are just got their apprentice lobster license and went to college, and now this is what they do, which are many, many lobstermen fall into that category. They're businessmen. They're very, very capable. They're, they're great fishermen, obviously, but they're, they bring a lot more and they're serious people. And I always say it's, it's impressive to, to see the human resource of the fishing industry in Maine. And that's really a cause for a lot of optimism, not just, you know, the fact that, you know, these ground fish stocks are definitely rebounding. I think, I think there's, I like to say there's a point at which nobody's going to be able to deny that. You know, the conference conservationists and, or whoever is, would rather see less and less fishing there there's a rebound that seems to be happening we have the human resources to go and catch it and the market wants the fish our market wants our own local sustainably caught fish it's done better than anywhere else in the world right here in portland maine there's no question up up and down the coast of maine to be fair and that's all positive that's reason for optimism i think we need to put that on billboard and stand it out there right (laughs) Start start marketing Portland through Vessel Services. I like it. Uh, yeah, maybe we need a different name. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I'd love to dig into one other uh, piece. As you're thinking and talking about the human resources, tell me about the founding of Vessel Services. How? Yeah, I know you weren't here, but there's a lot of great history that comes along with this business, and and I'd love to just explore some of that with you for a couple minutes. Sure. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what I know, and it's fair. You know, I've come to understand it. You know, in Portland, prior to this facility being built, which was built in 1982, 82, 83, fishermen used to use the state pier, and they would crush blocks of ice. This is, you know, obviously if you go way, way back, there's, there's all kinds of different ways that they got their ice. And, and But just in terms of the ice itself, we are just talking about that, Sebago Ice used to deliver 300-pound blocks down to the fish pier where there would be a crushing machine. They used to crush these blocks down down the state pier. And in the late 70s, as I understand it, is when the fish pier itself, this, this, this piece of land was given. You know, it was a little murky on exactly how it happened. My understanding is it was a state-owned piece of piece of land, this pier, the, what's now we call the fish pier, was given to the city of Portland to create a fishing pier and the Fish Pier Authority and the governing organization was created around that. And there was a bidding process at the time for the services facility, okay? And there were, were, as I understand it, a number of bids. But this, the group that became Vessel Services won the bid, uh, the proposal to, to build the facility, secured the financing and loans, formed the the membership group through through contributions of the fishermen themselves and this was at a time where I, I believe at its founding there were upwards of 30 members owners of vessel services it was it was and it was organized as a um, private business a C corporation had a board built the facility got the financing first built the won the bid got the financing built the facility formed the board hired and then managed the business from 1983 
right on through. The first manager was Dave Lehman, who was an owner, who was a, um, and Dave was here for 25 years, I think. He was really the steady hand on the, on the rudder through all those times. And the business has had all kinds of different uh, offshoots and variations and successes and failures. There was a time that Vessel Services had a division delivering home heating oil. There was a time that Vessel Services had a division delivering ice in merchandisers, kind of the merchandiser model. We had a gear shop at different locations where, you know, real wire work and gear work was done. I think over time, all of those proved themselves to be away from the core of, of what we do, which is really to, you know, service the fleet with with. with with fuel and ice and gear, as we say. But those were all different par- parts of our history, yeah, that, that happened. And there, were, there was a time when there was close to 30 employees here. Now there's seven. So again, you know, all of this is, shows, you know, the shrinking. A lot of it is the industry. You know, that was a time when there were hundreds of boats fishing out of Portland. I mean, and you know, they went through the different amendments. The buybacks was a big moment here in Portland when they bought back a number of the boats. Um, and the fleet just shrunk. And you can really trace it from the volume of fish. You know, of course, the fish exchange was created a few years after this facility. That was about 86. When, But even from then, you can trace back the, the, number, the, the, the pounds landed at the fish exchange. And it's a direct correlation to the volumes that we would do. You know, there were times that we were just selling it, just a lot of fuel, a lot of ice. And it's different now, but... We've evolved too, you know. We've evolved as well. Yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the stats that we uh, often talk about in Thrill is uh, in the early '90s, we had over 300 boats in Maine that landed ground fish, and I think two years ago, which is when we had the most recent stats from, we had 54. Yeah. And and not all those are Maine boats. Some of those are New Hampshire or right. Massachusetts boats that come and land at the Portland Fish Exchange a few times a year, and a lot of those aren't consistent consistent boats so we've definitely seen the industry shift you talked a little bit about being optimistic about the future of the ground fish industry and i think that as facility that's you know doing ice and doing fuel that's always great to hear because you guys are touching base with the fishermen a lot what about the future for for you guys what what else is the ice business look like in not only for fishing but you you were telling me earlier that you're starting to do specialty ice places in Portland. I mean, Portland's a cool place with all these businesses and restaurants and bars. What does Vessel Services yeah. look like into the future? It is. And I, yeah, we're starting, you know, we do that as much as we can. You know, our it's important to know that being a tenant of the fish pier, which is what we are, you know, we are limited. You know, our our reason to be is to provide services to the fishing industry and sell the things that we sell in our store and, you know, those connected products. But so that's what we'll always do. You know, sometimes people like to come here because it's such a, we really are in a, an amazing spot in Portland. But people say, boy, wouldn't it be great to have a, a restaurant way up, way up here? You have the best view in the city, which we do. But, you know, that's not, that's not part of the, the lease. Anyways, not that we would ever want to do that. What's the future? It's doing what we do and evolving and, 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 and staying on top of how, Technology is changing and the industry is changing and being responsive to that. And there's a lot of ways, that, directions that that could go. I mean, everyone knows that, let's face it, there's a point at which nothing will be propelled by diesel fuel. Who knows how long that will be? 
and you know you you have to pay attention to that and see where you know I think that's a long way off but you know it's clearly on the horizon we everybody knows that technology for refrigeration and freezing and everything else our fishery how fish are you know freezing technology has in the fisheries has really taken a lot of leaps and the fresh the difference between fresh fish and frozen fish the gap has shrunk that's a big issue right now and uh, we've talked about that here when we think about what is, is flash freezing. Is, should somewhere on the pier have that ability to, to take fish freshly landed and freeze it immediately? You know, obviously most of the time that's done on board these 500-foot mega vessels. That, but that's not our fishery. We don't have those boats. So should that exist on the land? Could that exist at a place like Vessel Services? You know, things like that. You know, on the on the other side, you know, the restaurant scene and the bar scene here is just exploding, and uh, there's little niches. You know, it's never going to be our core. But in the winter time, when when it's blowing and it's raining or snowing and there's nothing going on in the water, even though our guys do fish year round, it's never completely dead. But you know, we make 300-pound blocks of ice for the winter bar scene, you know, the carving scene, and we sell those, and we have trucks and things that we will deliver to, which is a very premium business. And so we do it, and it supplements what we do here. We just purchased, again, Fish Exchange just landed 2.5 million pounds of fish last year, which is minuscule amount, right? But we just spent a significant amount of money in this winter on new ice making equipment because we want to be reliable we, we it's it's paramount and what we have found lately is frankly some of we're seeing boats from down south come to portland to buy ice because it's getting harder and harder to find it and so that's that's positive i don't know how you know if that will continue or i'm sure someone will will respond but the information and, and what's really valuable here is that so many we have such a diversity of fishing customer here, which is unique. You know, we have our ground fish, which really was the backbone of this facility in Portland to some extent, you know, years ago. Now lobster, you know, has really just taken off, as everyone knows, with the, with the incredible harvests and the activity around that. And we have aquaculture clients, we have seaweed people, we have scallopers, you know, we used to have shrimp. <laughs> shrimp used to be, I mean, people, we, we'd people love to know see this. that again. I mean, I was, I've been around when shrimp, uh, I remember sitting in my office window and watching at four o'clock and five o'clock at night during shrimp season, the parade of boats that would come into this harbor. It was remarkable. And that's such an enormous loss. It is. It for truly for is. because it created such an option for so many people, and, and and you know, because it was an open fishery, and you know, I don't know. I hope it I hope it comes back for everyone's sake. You know, not that it was, you know it, it wasn't a huge, but it, we would change our hours around that. But it's you do find the longer you're around, and now I've I've been around you know here for probably eight or maybe nine years. I don't know, but it it is, and I don't say it flippantly, but. When some, it really is an ecosystem. When something is not doing well, something else is doing well. And I have a lot of faith in that. And like I say, you have to have faith in the human resource. It can't be understated. People are going to go and harvest whatever it is. This is a, it's an amazing heritage in Maine. It's not understated at all. The, the experience and, and the, the talent of of our of our fishing community it's it's amazing and it's strong it's strong 
I believe that. I see that every day. Alan, thank you so much for taking the time and sitting with me. And that was really interesting to learn about the vessel services. And I'm leaving here optimistic. I, I love I love your outlook and, and thinking about the future and all the the humans that are really going to be driving the change and the investments that we can make in, in the human capital of Maine is really profound. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Thanks. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Maine Coast Dock Talk is a production of the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association, an industry-based nonprofit that identifies and fosters ways to restore the fisheries of the Gulf of Maine and sustain Maine's fishing communities for future generations. For more information about our work, to make a donation, or to listen to previous episodes of Dock Talk, you can visit our website, maincoastfisherman.org.